Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies and TV shows out now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordan. No, <laughs> it's not, not Jordan. <laughs> what? Maybe you are. Maybe you are. Oh God, I'm losing my mind. Keep it in. Keep you it feeling in. my energy? I'm Aileen. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even say I'm Jordana. It says I I'm Aileen on the script. I that know is it so does. Fun. Um, and I'm Jordana. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said, like, is she feeling your energy? I'm just really excited to tell Aileen Very about my Reiki about experience yeah. on Back for Seconds after this. Well, where we will we will be recording that. Jordana, I told you since you were the recommender of the Reiki. And I am oh, just wow. so I'm so pumped to talk about it. I'm not gonna talk about it here, but if anyone wants to hear about it, it's over. I'm back for seconds. I actually told Jared about my Reiki experience on the You Up with Benefits episode that comes out on Monday. What did he say? So if you Should I wait to listen? He was making fun of me, obviously. But like I would make fun of me, but also like it was good. I thought it was a you good conversation. Must give him a crystal on February 20. What was his birthday? 24th? 21st. Do you only get a crystal 21st. on your birthday? No, first birthday. Aileen, don't pretend you don't know about crystals. Last night you told me that you have to recharge them. The only the thing month. I know about them. <laughs> Is that what you, she didn't tell me to do that? <laughs> I just know that one fact. Aileen told me that you recharge crystals in the in the Were you told moon? to recharge your crystals? No, but by a professional. Like where you I, ch- I mean, what is like, it? Is, is it like I've never heard that before. Or is it just like, I are you joking? I actually Googled it and there's different methods. You can charge, you have to clean, you have to cleanse and charge them in some in the sunlight. How frequently? That makes sense to me because, you know, a lot of the crystal stuff is like you put all your like negative energy, like transfer it into the crystal. Yeah, you have to cleanse so it. It's like a vacuum. You've got to clean it out eventually, right? In the full moon. Right. I don't I um I don't know much about the crystals beyond like, you know, what I'll share on back for seconds. I don't know that I'm so into the crystal element of it as much as I am into like the session. I don't well you will share. It's very interesting. We we sound like we've never ever 
Um, I never thought we would be saying these things. Let's just, I'll just put Holly. That on the Holly right just now. asked in the chat. Aileen is a crystal girly. No, I'm not. I just know <laughs> that from somebody. But um, wait. Do you know who I would love to talk to about crystals? Who? Spencer Pratt. Why? I was thinking that. Yeah, because he's a crystal. I don't think boy. he used them right. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't think he used them right. Okay, he still, would he people still tune does. in if we if we did an episode with Spencer Pratt on crystals? Duh, they're doing anything. Their whole pot. They're doing anything to be relevant. They talk about it. Right, but they're, would the people, would the listeners tune in? Let us know. And they're. I think he sells. He, yeah, sells, he sells crystals. Oh, okay. I don't really know much about that whole situation. He's but funny. But I, to me, it's kind of weird that he sells them because it's like I don't want his energy. Like I don't feel like he's like a good example of of crystal positive energy well, now he's never gonna come jordana so maybe just, okay i don't want his energy from like the hills back he has different in, energy now his energy is very funny yeah i think he's they're more like self-deprecating and f- i feel like they know they know exactly what their brand is and they embrace it in like a campy way their podcast is called i don't know if it's camp but um <laughs> their podcast is called like um 16th minute or something like so they're trying to get that that last minute of fame. Oh, of fame. That's see, that's funny. That's hilarious. And, and I saw a clip recently that was like, we really are trying. We're really uh, trying to be obvious about trying to stay very relevant. Like, wh- and then they ask. I think it was when Raquel was on Bethany or something. That was they a different made a thing. comment. There was at some point related to something with Bravo that they made a comment. Oh, it was the it was with the reality. Yeah, reckoning. that was different. They were like, yeah. "No, we're not being exploited. We're trying to exploit ourselves." Like, this is, yeah, that right, was kind of, right. They, yeah, right, like, that they're was kind funny. of self-aware. I like it. I think Diddy Murphy was maybe on their podcast or something, and he was asking them. Spencer was asking them advice about like, "What do you need to do? What should we do?" And and the other guy on the podcast was like, "Maybe get Lauren Conrad," and they were like, "Oh yeah, if you can get." If you can get like her doppelganger or something on, she would never come af- come near us. Um, she hates Heidi's like, yeah, she hates me. Maybe she'll apologize. It was very funny. Oh, she wants Lauren to apologize to her. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It was oh, actually so it's kind a of mutual funny. distaste for each other. Yeah, I don't think they like each other, but um, it was really entertaining. If you could have dinner with one reality TV star, who would it be? One reality TV star. That's a great question. Reality? Reality. Yeah. Hmm. Anyone from reality? Oh, yeah, oh, that's a hard on TV. Question. What? Um, yeah, on TV. Someone from TV. Not like a game. Can show. we think about it and get back to you yeah. next week? And we can let people write in the comments. Yeah, write in the comments um, the or the reviews who you think would be the best person to inspire us to have dinner with the yeah. reality star. I will just say I started watching Southern Charm last <laughs> night from the beginning because. Well, okay, I've seen like some of season one, but I've never kept, this was inspired by me wanting to do it because we were talking about it and this, yeah, I think she did it first and then maybe I'm doing, I don't remember, whatever. Because I wasn't sure which one of you were texting me because she she was like, oh my God, Landon, and I texted it back and I was like, wait, I thought I was talking, I didn't even know who I was talking to. Yeah, we probably, that probably made you kind of feel weird because, yeah, I also casually mentioned it. So I see why that would be confusing. So yeah, that is um this is an amazing rewatch and I am happy to bring some reports back if people are interested in in future episodes, but you know, not if you're not. It's, so, it's very it's interesting show from the beginning. Fascinating. It is yeah, it is so different from every other Bravo show. Yeah. How so? Just culturally, I feel like it's um it's, it's very distinct. 
because of how distinctly specifically southern it is and they're all like like three of them in the first season are like my dad found not my dad my great great grandpa founded this town and like her grandfather great grandfather was the vice president yeah yeah charleston boykin was one of them oh okay i think shep's family charleston would be more impressive wasn't isn't catherine related Catherine was related to John C. Calhoun, who was the vice yes. president. And they all are like, my family came here in the 1600s. And they're all like proud of their old plantations. And it's all just like very weird. And also because Charleston is such a small town, they all genuinely know each other yeah. and have a real history like from when they were younger. Right. And the show starts when they're all really young. Well, except for like Shep, who's like always 40. But <laughs> it starts off where he's 30, but he's still really old. At that time, like Catherine, who's a main character up up until like a couple seasons now, but she's like 21 years old and it, it's really wild. And Tom, she gets and pregnant and it's just like a crazy, just crazy spoiled. show. No, okay. no but know Thomas, no, but here's what's that. crazier. She gets pregnant by Thomas Ravenel, who in the first season is trying to run against Lindsey Graham in the Republican primary for his Senate seat after yes. he was a convicted felon. And he says in the in the interview, like, I'm a convicted felon when, from when I was state treasurer of South Carolina. And that means that the only elected offices I can run for are House of Representatives, the Senate and the presidency. And then he's literally trying to launch a political campaign. And his advisor is like telling him, you got to marry Catherine. She's like the part for you as like a political really person. Wild. And like that was just such Being a pregnant that's a different. Yeah. That's crazy. But but think about that. Like that is on a Bravo show. Yeah. It's also, so he's like related to Calhoun too or something. He's definitely some founder. They're both, they're they're both related to some president or the same president, vice president or something. They're all sort of take related. It, the show is very white. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But then in the first season, they have this random girl, Jenna, who's very like iconoclastic. Like she has short hair and she looks edgy. And like, <laughs> she, like that's how they show. Oh, yeah, she like, doesn't she doesn't last long. Not Southern. Oh, and Craig. Craig is. Oh, I didn't realize Craig was like, quote unquote, normal, that he's not really from Charleston and that he's in the first season. He's like working at a law firm and he's in law school <laughs> yes. and he's saying, like, I can't party as much as my he gets in trouble for being like late to work, which I'm assuming is lawyer. because he was like filming and partying with these. No, he like can't pass the bar. Fathers. It's really also when he starts to sew, it's probably the funniest fucking thing in on all of television. Like I fully remember just watching this and being like, "This is joy." One thing I do remember <laughs> about Charleston is that there are many law firms, very present, <laughs> like that are like very public about like. Like they have all have like door signs saying that they are law firms. I just thought it was bizarre. Well, what else are they going to say? I don't know. Like in New York, if you're at a law firm, you're not like seeing signs for the law firm on the street as you walk by. That's going to be a skyscraper. Huge skyscrapers. Should we just get the VMAs out of the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability-sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. Let's talk about the VMAs. You know what I was thinking? That it's kind of weird that it's called like, it's good that they call it the VMAs because it's the Video Music Awards and like, what does that even mean anymore? Music video? Yeah, but like, music no, like no one cares about music mm-hmm. videos anymore besides like MTV the Taylor Swift one. VMAs. MTV VMAs. It's, Video music It's a awards. lot of letters. So it's like more about the visual entertainment rather than the audio? Is that what it's trying to be? I thought it was just like the Grammys, but like not as um, prestigious. Right. Like the SAG Awards of or the Golden Globes of music. It's by the cable channel MTV to honor the best in the music video medium. I do think, I think it has to do, you know, okay, this makes a lot of sense. I think it has to do with like the visual, the visuals that come along with the songs because like Taylor Swift won for Antihero and it's like, why that song? It's because of the video. Also, the difference between Grammys and the VMAs, according to Yahoo.com, <laughs> Grammys are voted on by music professionals who tend to be older, established in their careers, and the VMAs are voted by um, fans. Okay, it's like people's choice. Yeah. Is that where they do like best kiss or something though? Yeah. So it's not just music at the VMAs? Yeah, didn't didn't they do like, um, wasn't the Nickelodeon Awards, was it? I missed, they still have the Nickelodeon the other night, I definitely didn't see that. I don't know, I'd love to get slung. I feel like people's choice would be more like best kiss, that kind of thing, breakout star. Oh, it's the MTV Movie Awards. Yes, yes, yes. Instinct presented Taylor Swift with an award. Right. Yes. And so then I did a deep dive on InSync, and one. Did you know that there was an InSync member named like Chris? Yes. Chris. I Chris think so. Patrick or something. I, Patrick. I, yeah. I thought that guy. I I didn't realize that one. Um, <laughs> did, did you? Did I knew you, his name. <laughs> can you name the other InSync members? Well, now that you yes. did a deep dive, you probably can. But could you have? Probably not. I guess. I know. I so could. There's like AJ. Wait, everybody knows Chris Kirkpatrick. JC, not AJ. JC. Yeah. JC. JC Chavez. Yeah. Justin, obviously. Yeah. Lance. Okay. Yes. Three. Joey Fatone. Yeah. And, and, and the Chris Kirkpatrick. And Chris Kirkpatrick. I guess, yeah. The, but anyway, so there was a, originally Lance Bass was like a late ad because someone else dropped uh-huh. out because he didn't want to be like in a boy band. He didn't realize they uh-huh. were like making music like that. So in okay. sync, the name is like the last letter of each of their names which seems like right. something you'd think was cool when you were 16 to like create your <laughs> band name out of. 
Yeah. But because but they're Lance, also in sync. I yeah. thought it was in sync because like their dance moves are. Well, that was like one reason. Sync. But then this was the Single other reason. Single soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then because Lance Bass was a la- late ad and the other guy, um, I think his name was Jason. So he had the N. So they, they okay. called him like Lanson or something. They just like made it work. <laughs> oh. Why did they have to call him that? Why couldn't they just be like, well, we're in sync. And because um, they wanted it, it to like make sense. They wanted it to like It fit. makes sense as if you just call it in sync because you're performers. <laughs> well, well, they reunited on, on the VMAs they to came present back in Taylor. On my art. Well, so on did, my like, I read a lot of shady stuff that Justin Timberlake did in their breakup. I had a feeling. What did he do? Or at least this is, I mean, this is not according, Justin Timberlake doesn't claim he did this, but I think um, this is alleged. Joey Fatone and Lance Bass both kind of are like, they all get along. I think they're like cool with each other now, but they're both kind of like when the band broke up, Justin Timberlake was like, hey, like, why don't we take a little break? Like, let's all just take a little break and we'll get back together in like a little bit. And then in the meantime, he was like, I guess he had already started. They didn't know that he had already restart- started recording his like solo album, but he he just like didn't tell them. So he said, let's Same take a little time. break. And then he started doing the solo album and he just like never told them that he wanted to to break up the band like that. He didn't want to come back. So they were just waiting around for like three years, just like declining random opportunities because they thought the band was like getting back together. And then and they're like, everyone else knew that the band wasn't getting back together. But the rest of us. So they were just kind of like, so it's weird up. that no one told us that there Didn't, were no plans to get back together. Did they like share a manager? Like they had no a manager one... that they wound up suing like all of them before, like in between albums. I think it was like Lou Pearlman, but they shared like a team and apparently like the team just didn't tell them. Right. Because they were thrown together by a team. They weren't like a band. It was like if the Bravo production company it's like one direction never tells the housewives, but they don't know. Right. Cause it's like, they're brought together. Like by happens production, a lot. By but, but at that point they'd been together for a while. They probably thought of themselves as like also friends to an extent. How long were they together? I think that happens a lot when there's one person that goes solo and it's like quad. Well, like, I think that probably has to do with how the band formed. Like they were like, yeah. we were cool with Justin doing his own thing and like doing his own album. But like we would have appreciated if he just like told us that like that was right. his plan. <laughs> right. It just yeah. makes it shady because because he didn't tell them if he had been like, Allegedly. why don't we take a break? I'm going to do a solo album. You guys do what you want to do. But well, he clearly didn't want the competition from his former band members. He probably wanted the band as a backup in case his solo album just like didn't do well. And he wasn't yeah. doing that well as a solo artist. He was probably like okay well i'll tell them we're taking a break and then if it doesn't work out i can go back i think justin timberlake's reputation is not going to be on the incline in the next decade i'll just say i'm not really a fan of his solo albums personally but i think i'm in the minority he has some nice songs you know (laughs) you know when i hate this on cry me a river it's like so annoying cry cry me a river indeed (laughs) Um, yeah, so anyway, he presented, sorry, long story short, Holly goes, his latest album was a flop. I don't Um, even know what it was. I didn't know he had an album. That's probably why he's reuniting with uh, NSYNC on stage at the VMAs in 2023 um, with Chris Kirkpatrick. You know, they're all like 50. How old is NSYNC? NSYNC is all like 50. They were founded in 1995. 
When did they break so up? So <laughs> they they reunited on stage. They introduced Taylor for her award. Taylor she was, was everywhere. Excited. She looked really shocked, as usual, and um, she was really really fangirling as usual. And apparently, she like lost a twelve thousand dollar ring. Did you see that? Yeah, at the show? and then they found it. They found That's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. No. <laughs> yep. And then there was, yeah, because nothing happened. To the, the other thing is that they were, um, Megan Thee Stallion was caught on camera like yelling at Justin Timberlake and then that was all the headlines oh, and then that it turned out. Oh, that maybe is why I got it that turned impression. turned out. No, she, he goes, it was nice to meet you and she goes, no, this is not the official meet. Like, this doesn't count. Like, oh, so it looked oh, like, like she nice, was just, like a cute, she was yeah, being thing. nice. Okay. It was not real drama. People just coming up with headlines. Interesting. Selena Gomez was there looking She looked amazing. Hot. She looked unreal. I was like, this is like one of my favorite ever looks. Just favorite there? looks ever for her. Looking fab, no. no. Um, but but, no, but Haley posted for their for their anniversary. I just wait, know too much information. I really need to get off my phone. I um <laughs> I do have one one comment coming out of the VMAs and Taylor Swift. And it is a little bit of a Sammy Sleuth situation, but oh yeah, like, okay. Should I, we just do the Sammy Sleuth? Sleuth segment Jordana right Sleuthed now? about in sync. Yeah, that was that. And by was, Jordana, I don't mean me. I didn't like, but I think sleuthing is more like Reddit threads. Like I was more just like on no, the Wikipedia. No, anywhere. Oh, you I could, thought sleuthing is like internet gossip. Your deep dive was reading Wikipedia. <laughs> Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Are you aware of like the Gaylor community? Like who believes that Taylor Swift is I saw it on Instagram. I mean, Uh, I haven't seen it. Explain it for me and those who don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So basically like many people, there's a, Many people on the internet, I guess you could say. A lot of people have been asking. A lot of people have been asking for years. And this isn't like, I'm sure you're like generally aware of this thing that Taylor is like queer or bi or gay. Everyone has their kind of own. Actually, I haven't heard that one. Ever? What about her and Carly Kloss? Yeah. Remember that? They were just good friends. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I have heard that and I just forgot about it. I don't know. Shade never made anyone less gay. I thought that was just no, about that's like loving quote? the gay community. Just right. saying that. Is I mean the it. It. It is. But um, there's okay. So I'm. I will spare us like the mountains of reasons for why. <laughs> but I do believe that like she might be like some sort, some in think, some way sexually fluid, whatever. I think it is. most people Good are, especially in Hollywood. But I think the thing is that she wanted to be out. And I think oh. that like the re-record situation, like, okay, there people really thought she was going to come out around like 2019, like the lover era. If you remember, there was like all, and that's, doesn't she have a boyfriend? Not now. I mean, but like when and she, in 2019, didn't she have a boyfriend? She speculated to be like a football did, man. She did, but like, 
many of the people she's dated, like, there's, you know, it's unclear what, like, the actual bounds of her relationships are, like, professional, personal, like. People think she's going to come out as as bi or as, as, like, a lesbian. I don't know. I don't have strong feelings on, like, what she will come out as. I feel, like, to me, she strikes me as more just, like, anyone, anything, kind of. Pansexual? person-based. Maybe. But I don't want to, like, put a label on her. That's not even the point of this. My point is that she, like, does a lot of, like, I think there's a lot of history and, like, reason to believe that she has, like, maybe wanted to come out in the past and then, like, wasn't able to partially because of the, like, master's situation and which happened shortly before lover came out and that she's been like you know i guess through her career like not you know kind of just like flagging this a lot but basically like she's very i think the idea is that she's like pretty afraid of what it will do to her career which you can like see in the miss americana documentary and like all these other things but my theory is that she's going to come out at the end of the eras tour or and when her all her re-records are, are are done and even if she doesn't necessarily like come out like with a statement i feel like she will be out like just in fact and so this ties into the vmas because last night because glad posted you know the the organization yeah, glad like the, the yeah. yeah so that, well just for the people who are listening because <laughs> what is that so they posted a carousel of a bunch of I'll just say like queer LGBT celebrities at the VMAs. And she is the only person who isn't like out openly. They posted a picture of her? So they outed they her? They posted a carousel. No, they're not outing her. I think what they're saying is like, we see you even if you're not publicly out. Is that sounds like outing someone. No, that sounds no, no, the no, definition no, of outing. It, I no, They're not outing <laughs> even her. Even though you're she, not they would out, you're her. out to me. No, yeah. no, no. no. No, because I mean, like, okay, she's I think a supporter. That, no, I think in, I think in that community they understand that like it's not for other, it's not for straight people, to to know if she's out. It's for that community to know if she's out. So like you wouldn't look at this and be like, oh, Taylor Swift's obviously queer or, is so, or not else straight in the in the yes, carousel. Every other person, yes, every other person in it is openly. Don't queer you think that's like a some, little rude to her not, if she is? No, be. No, because I think she, I think it's like known behind the seat. Like, I think all these people in her, like, they all know is my point. And I think that it's like mutually Wait, understood. is this in, the, in the, the post VMAs photo dump? Yes. Because here's the thing, like, we as straight people ne- wouldn't necessarily think like that, wouldn't think twice I mean, about I them mean, putting her I in do. there. They'd just be like, <laughs> okay, well. Oh, yeah, she might have. But that's, I think, something that like the, like the LGBT community would understand about this Holly, like to what do put you think? her in here yeah you're, what a, big, you're a diehard swifty i'm not in the chat so someone else read it it's not her by herself she's hugging billy porter holly you're a diehard swifty to the point of weirdness um let us know what do you think <laughs> i will say i completely agree with sammy i think she's waiting until she can fully like reclaim her name and all of her masters to then fully be herself and if that means coming out as a part of the gay community or you know we don't want to speculate but if that's what it is I think she's going to wait until she can fully own her herself if that makes sense Um, but I definitely have seen 
the PowerPoints that are 100 pages long on Reddit and of Kaler. And by seeing you, you mean like like studied? I've, I've read them. I've read them. <laughs> They're okay. quick reads. Um, Lots of photos. My of friends photos. in college, like senior year, was like, have you heard of Kaler and Swiftgron? And I'm like, what? And then it was like a deep dive on Taylor and Carly. And then there were rumors of Diana Agron from Glee being with Taylor, which is a whole other thing. I remember that rumor. Holly, when 1989 comes out, we should do a a, a side episode about like Diana analysis of Okay, so we'll plan for that. Okay. I mean, we already know what the songs are going to be. Yes. But for that. Mostly. Good luck, guys. That would be great. Um, <laughs> no, okay, but so... Yeah. Okay, but about the Glad post from the mm-hmm. VMAs, what's your take on, on like, that? I, it's very interesting that she's the only one who's not known to be queer that's in that carousel. I do think... I mean, I, they're supporting her. Like, I don't think... Obviously, they're not, like, writing anything specifically, but... I think for Taylor, it's about the person because we know she loves hard. She falls hard. And I guess it, everything is just up to to our interpretation until we hear it from her. Um, until further notice. Yes. I wish Taylor I, could just be CBD. herself. Feel that's free to be herself. Wa- she needs a crystal. That's what we want from her. She, she, needs, needs, she needs some Reiki. She needs a crystal, yeah. She was clearly she definitely. Well, maybe if she listens to Back for Seconds, she can hear about our wonderful Reiki healer and um, who we're just, she's not even on social media. So like, she's not trying to be known. Right. She's not looking for attention. The Reiki person or Taylor? The Reiki, the, obviously oh. the Reiki person. <laughs> but yeah, no. Also, Holly, I know in those PowerPoints, I do believe one of the things that it says is that Taylor was going to come out at a GLAAD event. Correct. In, like at, um, that was supposed to be at Stonewall. And there was this whole thing where she was supposed to wear this dress by Christian Seriano, yes. but then Billy Porter ended up wearing it. Mm-hmm. And Christian Seriano basically like essentially confirmed this on TikTok yep. by duetting someone's theory. And it, yep. so that's why it's, it's, I think interesting that their photo they totally. picked was the Billy Porter pick. Mm. So though, those are my thoughts on the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> are VMAs or Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, uh, I don't know. Do you? She kind of was like the star of the VMA. Like, was. I mean, there was a cameraman on her the whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was. Fu- she was giving. The other thing was like the huge stage malfunction that happened during Olivia Rodrigo's performance. Did you I see think that? It was planned, oh. though. I I read that it could have been planned, but then yeah, why would it be planned? It looked, supposedly, it looked unsafe. Supposedly in the vampire music video, which was the song that she was singing when that happened, supposedly, I didn't I watch the song. video, but supposedly that happens in the music video. There's like a malfunction and stuff like that. So I think they were like recreating that, but it definitely was confusing. Everybody was confused. They were showing like everybody's reactions. What I got from the VMAs was really that like nothing happened and um, all of the outlets we're trying to put something dramatic on regardless of whether or not it was true. <laughs> like something that seemed dramatic. So they made a headline only to later say, eh, never mind, redact NBD. And then now it's over. Well, the traffic has been gained. I honestly didn't even know it was on. I had it on in the background and that was, that was pretty much yeah my viewing and of the VMAs. There's also this like really big found this foundation where all these celebrities went to like a caring for women thing that like 
I saw so many more pictures of that than the actual VMAs the same night. Like Kim Kardashian was there, Nicole Kidman, Selma Hayek. Do you think that's because they're not allowed to um, post VMA like footage and they are allowed to post random photos from this gala on social media and like outlets are not are allowed to post it? Who knows? Are not allowed to post VMA content. Not sure. Yeah. Without a license. Maybe it, I'm just saying that all these celebs went to that. Like Kim Kardashian wasn't at the VMAs. Right. Are the VMAs not cool? Does she usually go to the VMAs? Like who usually goes to the VMAs? Just the people who are nominated that year. Where was Justin? Celebrating Haley's birthday. Maybe because no, but she would she would go with Kanye, no? I guess maybe that's why. That's oh, why yeah. she would that's be there. That's probably yeah. true. All right, I've had enough of the VMAs. All right, me Let's too. Let's on. talk about um Holly, the next thank you so topic. Much. Thank you, Holly. Can we talk about Kylie? <laughs> what? No. We can't talk about Kylie. PDA. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about Kylie. Seen around the world. Yeah, at the U.S. Open. Yes. Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long Long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara. But my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full-face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. What did you think? What were your thoughts? It was just so funny to me. It just like looks like they were, first of all, I saw somebody commented on like a post. It was like, damn, he looks like Kylie (laughs) pre-filler. I was fucking dying. It just... 
It, and a lot of comments were like, she just looks like a st- big stepmom energy. Yeah. And it just like the way that they have their hands around each other. And she just kind of, she also had that like sort of very simple look with her like little gold pan fair and like her like just, just, just the sunglasses, girl. just a simple girl. And they just like were all over each other again. And it's also so funny to watch these videos of these celebs watching tennis because you know when they know that there's a camera on them and they look like they get, they're they trying to give a shit. They're like, oh! Like, like the Selena one? The Selena? I didn't see the Selena She was like at tennis. the US Open. I feel like I saw a picture of her like shocked about a hit or something. Celebs watching yeah. tennis is a very funny thing that happened this year, I feel celebs like. Celebs watching entertainment is really, I do feel becoming a new genre of like, press of of a place to make to make a narrative well it's a nice place to make a narrative that you kind of control because like you know the press are going to be there and like you can just you can send the message you want to send it also seems like more natural than like let's say tom sandoval calling a paparazzi to come interview him about raquel last night kind of thing kylie has never been to a fucking tennis match okay like she is now at one with timothy who has like two movies coming out dune and wonka it's just come on right like, she doesn't live in new york on. why she's here for the u.s open right how like, long do you give this relationship as when soon the as the movies are, uh, are done <laughs> it's as far as i give it but i think they're probably having fun yeah, I totally um, agree. Why wouldn't he want to have sex with Kylie Jenner? And like, this is probably fun for her. Like, she's, what does she care if he's not terrible to hang out with? I mean, they do, like, they, they're they similar have in good age. chemistry. They have like high school chemistry. And I get yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's like very like high school y infatuation. I mean, it's very high school y to make out at the US Open. He has a very youthful. Like look, <laughs> she looks older and, though, so it's weird. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But because she's of young her, when her you're younger. Plastic. Her Here's fillers. the thing: it like, it it works because they're young, and because not every relationship has to be forever. So right. if we could just be like, oh, they're just dating for fun, yeah. and she couldn't then, date Pete Davidson because like already off limits. But I feel like that would have oh, been a yeah. good well, stand-in. That for her. I actually think she would be way too boring for Pete Davidson. Really? Yeah. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Like, oh, Kim, Kim was a business boring. woman. You know, Kim has like stuff going on up there, even if she doesn't have, mm. you know, she does. Debatable. She's about to be like the star of American Horror Story. So get ready for Kim to be nominated for an Emmy. Sure. Oh, my God. Sure, Jan. Yeah, sure. Let's see. But anyway, I loved it <laughs> because it was so silly, like them watching tennis together. It was just like the silliest. Yeah, it, it was. was. Like, it was like kind of hot, kind of weird. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of right. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I just love you. It's just fun to watch them like people fake care about tennis. Like they just want to be photographed together somewhere public. But even other celebrities watching tennis, they are like they know the cameras on them and they're like, oh. <gasps> Well, maybe it's well, an exciting point of the, the players by like being photographed like on their phone the whole time. Like they don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, there there was a clip that I saw where Leonardo DiCaprio was like talking during a point and someone's giving him like a dirty look and like asking him to shut up. So you do have to. Yeah, and he, I doubt he cared. No, I doubt he cared. That's, but I'm saying it's a bad it's a bad look for it him. It was a though. woman in his in the box with him. So and like. I doubt he cared. She was like over 25, you know. <laughs> so, but 
my point is like there is an etiquette to it that like that I do feel like they right. have to that's what I'm saying follow. I would if I were a celebrity and I were at the US Open I would also make sure to like look interested in the game because I I wouldn't want to be have a headline saying that that I was like being rude I would also probably be interested in the game like I'm there what the fuck else am I doing I'm probably Go inside the box if you want to talk it's very easy to do that okay anyway so we called the the uh the Farah Farah Brit Yep, looks like added to our up. added to our predictions list. Sources Although, say we didn't really predict. I mean, people were talking about it. It wasn't like true. We called true. it like years ago, just to give ourselves. We less did credit. always <laughs> say it was kind of something. Yeah, I mean, I saw one article on this from the Messenger. I think it's true. It says they broke up. To me, it seems like they definitely broke up, and they said it's going to be also a storyline on. The next Selling Sunset episode, which to me is like the whole engagement was a storyline. So it makes sense that the breakup would also be a storyline. Like, I don't really even know if they were really ever engaged. I could see it being like a fake engagement so that they could break up. Mm. Well, I think maybe like he knew he was doing that and she didn't. I mean, maybe maybe it's like a Lindsay and Carl situation sort of where they're lying to themselves. So like they're therefore lying to the audience. Could be. Maybe. I also saw a blind, speaking of the Richards family, I saw a blind item, or not a blind, maybe it was well, like a submission Sammy to Sammy part two? This was just Sammy Reed's, like whatever comes up in her algorithm, which was that Kyle and Morgan Wade were spotted in Paris at like a random cafe. Just, they were clearly not trying to be photographed. Like some- You sent me that? Yeah. The, it was oh. that they were spotted <laughs> in the cafe, like canoodling, like being very close. Yeah, you know, and then, more than but then I think Kyle saw that maybe, and so then she posted them like walking. They're walking there, and there's all these cameras around. So she like films the cameras. So it's like they're not there privately. Well, also Morgan that, isn't there privately. She's doing a show there. It was that Kyle was there with her, and. I don't think the point. I don't. I think the point they is were just saying that, like, that they were there because they thought nobody would notice them, and therefore they were there. Is like it was like a real intimate yeah. moment, right? I don't think that's why they were there, but I think they weren't expecting like anyone to recognize them. They they probably thought it was like more intimate. No one would see them. But Kyle they has were a girlfriend. There. Why doesn't she just say she has a girlfriend? Maybe she doesn't want to because she doesn't has doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. She's on a reality show. Like Glad didn't post her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's not I think I could see Kyle as someone who's like doesn't want to like mess with her perfect existing I mean, image. That's already I think that ship has sailed. Also, Mauricio on Dancing with the Stars, I think yeah. having sex with a lot of women. No way that's <laughs> not true. I think he was probably doing that the whole time. Maybe, but, but now I think he's probably doing it more. Especially with his new bod. Wait, why? His new mirror selfie bod. Wait, why do you think him being on Dancing with the Stars means he's philandering? I just think he's like... he's not with Kyle. Like He's, he's not with Kyle. And... Kyle's in Paris canoodling with this woman. They're separated. And oh, but like, Dancing with Stars is live. It hasn't started yet. I know, they, but like, he's, he's in practice. And so many people, I feel like, wind up... You think up. he's going to hook up with Ariana? <laughs> no. I, think, I don't either. I I'm, think... She, no, I don't think so. I think he's too old. For, I think I don't see her as someone who's like into like older men. I think she's too old for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm guessing. Okay, no, go there. No, I don't think she's too old for him. She's not. But I do think that. I feel like he's he's yeah. going to like his next girlfriend is going to be like 26. 
Yeah, and like look like somebody from Selling Sunset. I think they will look like somebody from Selling Sunset, but I think they're going to be like 30. Okay, that's still younger than Ariana. I think he could be with a 38-year-old. I could see that. Wait, did you see, just really, really quick, Joe Jonas, because last time we talked, this was a big convo. Joe Jonas addressed his split saying, at his concert, saying basically like, if you don't hear it from me, don't believe it. And whatever. But then all of a sudden you see these paparazzi photos of Sophie Turner looking like not herself like she's smoking a cigarette her her I hair think she was is blonde. she was still yeah, on a movie set yeah and then and then it but it didn't it, what, it didn't say that right okay so then then people were like she's filming a movie like this is and then it was confirmed she was in spain filming a some drama called joan and it made me think that like also now because of this narrative because of all his pr made me think that like that was still from him like okay now go get a, a picture of sophie looking like you know bad mom to like to to, interesting um, promote my my narrative that's diabolical because i was thinking i mean obviously this is just a theory joe says that's not true (laughs) joe says yeah in his statement he implies that's not true only believe it if he says it yeah because he he doesn't say anything though and when was the last time you saw a picture of when was the last time you saw him out and about with his kids literally never so when all of this stuff comes out he's now suddenly out with his kids and then like a woman nanny or whoever it is it's just like so he he is using paparazzi for a for a pr narrative right i wouldn't put it past him or his team to do this as well and but I feel like everyone knows that's what he's doing now. Like I've seen reports of that so many places. Yeah, that it's, it's like just... really not working. It's backfiring. Right. People can see through it. But at the end of the day, not all people can see through it. I think there was actually an article in Vox sort of like along the lines of what we said, what we've been saying. I've been trying to find it. Like all of these like old school strategies don't work yeah, you said because we know like yeah. the, you're not being followed enough so Here's that thing. when you conveniently have something to say, someone's like, let's be here for you. And that's why these like celebrity outings rather than like paparazzi photos are going to probably be the next sort of PR, right? PR like placement. Because here's the thing, you know, even if like we've always known, people have always known, now there's places for them to like discuss it and app each other up about knowing. So it's not like your exactly. opinion in isolation. It's not like in the, you just see an article in Us Weekly in like 2000. Now you can just talk about it and rile each other up with other strangers on the internet all day but it's not even that it's like there was nowhere for the people who knew how that worked to explain it and no incentive for them to now the incentive is like for people to be more vocal from their own voice and there's like more outlets for them to use it rather than like if it's it makes it into us weekly or if it makes it into people that's how the narrative gets placed but like now there's other places to make a narrative. So it's so obvious when they use like the older channels. 
show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash Betches. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1 800 Discover to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Finished and just like that. That was some of the laziest script writing I've ever seen. <laughs> and just the Wasn't most I absurd. Right that it was just so bad. It was just so absurd that you're kind of like, ooh, how did no one stop this from just like <laughs> turning into this thing? She got this fucking four bedroom apartment in Gramercy. When he's coming back. And all of a sudden he's like, MVM, like five years. My theory. What loser. <laughs> my, yeah. <laughs> and also like, what, what did, did no one have a discussion? What kind, who buys an apartment for, like, did she expect them to live there? Just three bedrooms for each kid when to they're stay in? Town. in? Yeah. When they're in town, that to me is like not like you're not managing your late husband's money well. And like And she's renting the other or she's like sold the other one for very cheap or something. Yes, yeah, so it's very it's not good look for women and finances. Like Carrie has never been a picture of good women finances. My theory though is that Aiden, this is the long game. And Aiden as revenge long game. And Aiden got the email from Carrie and he's like, all right, I'm going to get this bitch back. And so he sure. has sort of made her like fall, quote, fall in love with him. So he's like diabolical. Then, yeah. <laughs> and so then he and then he did this thing, which is it's the only the only thing that makes sense. Carrie, he did this thing. I wasn't he, there, okay, because Carrie. he keeps telling it's, it's unreasonable for this adult man to not want to walk into an apartment. He's like, also, also the fact that he's like, <laughs> I want to wait until my son is twenty. Yeah, like what do you mean? <laughs> not like eighteen. Not like in college. Twenty. <laughs> oh my god! And she was like. She was just down. She's like, okay, I guess. It was really dumb. But hold on. He, he, he refuses to go into an apartment. Like also an crazy. Adult man. Immediate, adult immediate man. red flag. No, but yes. But this makes me think that this is part of his strategy. So this pushes Carrie to then think, let me buy a new place. 
And he knows how much she loves that place. So it forces them out. He isolates her in a new, very expensive Gramercy place and promises her this new future, all of this shit, and then says, NVM, sorry, after she's already bought it. It's just like he's just, he's gotten his final revenge because back then, remember, the apartment was the sticking point. Honestly, like, I hope that that is what's going on with him because otherwise it doesn't make any sense that she would be attracted to him at all. None of it makes any sense. The coat, the like cheesiness, the bad jokes, just like the His underwear, all just of like, it. Like, <laughs> like it's, just like, it's just funny so also they're trying bad. to make them so sensual, like they're like all over each other, and it's like, ugh, no one believes this. Get out of here. No, also Carrie deserves better. Also, no, I don't care about any of those other storylines, like the Anthony one with the with the young Russian guy. Russian French he's not Russian is he French <laughs> Italian no he's done <laughs> with the young Italian yeah, guy he's the, he's the one with the big penis like that, yeah. that is a plot line like did not care right right didn't care what about else? the SEMA, Sema plot line didn't make any sense the Sma- yeah, Samantha was great she's in love I actually thought Samantha was the highlight of the episode did you? I yeah. felt her acting was a little rough to watch. She I was felt, herself, I, was, I thought. I was very th- I was very thankful in that moment that she was not back. Really? I kind of missed her. Yes. I feel like it would have made the show not it would have ruined it. I wonder how much she got paid for that. The delivery was not exactly has she uh, nobody's as good as they were i've just like i've never seen such a like flagrant money grab that is like not even trying to pretend to be like something substantial yes you have yeah. sex in the city movie too since sex in the city movie too <laughs> <laughs> this is worse i actually thought sex in the city movie too was like pretty entertaining this is worse is that was that when they go to abu dhabi yeah i put kip seed in my pants and she goes, Abby Dabby Doo, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there were oh, some no, lines. Pipsy did my pants was the first. The first movie when Big leaves her at Not the altar, I thought, great. That was awesome. That Solid. like made yeah. sense. He would, he would do that. Yeah. Like, I, I, it was hard. The premise hard. made sense. It was good. Yes. It was. And then didn't Charlotte shit her pants or yeah, something? I yeah. Pipsy the first my pants, movie was, was pretty solid. They should have just oh, stopped. that's Abu Dhabi. They should have just yeah. stopped there. Wait, Holly says that Kim Cattrall got $1 million. Just for that scene? Get it. Shut up. I would have done that too. <laughs> of course. He, okay. What, what's the minimum you would do it for? I don't know. What, I don't know how much Kim Cattrall's making on other projects. It's really all relative. But that's, I mean, even you. for any, for anyone, that's like, that's, I mean, a, that's a good I would have done it for like 30K. Like that's just nothing. It's like, she, she did like, she there's, like, right. there's, there's a lot of money between 30k and a million. She got <laughs> a million. Are you sure? It was so minimal. She got a million Holly dollars. Said it for was that? a million. I mean, I guess it got a lot of press for the show, so they probably saw that as like free press. Oh, definitely. I will go watch that episode just to see. Yeah, and I don't even I don't, care about the show. Th- no, okay. They went on her in the first movie when Big leaves her at the altar. They all yeah. decide to take her on her own honeymoon. They exchange the two right. tickets for four tickets, right. which you're not allowed to do. Um, but everyone <laughs> is pretending that you could do that. Um, it was pre 9-11. Yeah. And they all, I don't even think you could do that no, pre 9-11. Um, and then I know. they all go to Mexico to like help Harry oh, heal. Mexico. And she just like lies in bed lifeless I the entire time. 
When did no, they know? No, Abu Dhabi is movie two. One, right? Okay, it was Mexico. Abu Dhabi movie two is like Samantha's. It, it, they go to Abu Dhabi because Samantha has like a press trip there, and she like right. nagles she bringing gets them all. Caught having sex on the beach or something. Right, that I remember. I remember them like being in the sand pits. Yeah. Oh, the premise for the second movie, Holly says, is that Carrie is having a second year itch with Vic. <laughs> second year. Yes. Ugh, yeah. Ridiculous. That writing anyway, was on. Oh, yeah. Because she wants to go out and he wants to stay in. It's just like Joe and that was, Sophie. Isn't that what happened in the first episode of the show? No. All right. Anyway, should we anyway. Um, send someone to the Caymans? Let's send someone to the Caymans. Mm. Who are we sending? Um, Joe we Jonas could send Timothy's PR team. No, they're doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the, we could send the. What if we don't want to send anyone? We don't you have know, to send. We reserve the right to not, to not send, send anyone to the Caymans today. Yeah, we don't. We make our own rules. Right. We, this isn't like a. This isn't like that kind of government that we just need <laughs> to punish people just for show. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. But should we reward someone? I think we should reward maybe we should do a, a positive one where we give a what, what's what, what is what but like not just a, a listener like a celebrity like who oh I see your point right. um who gets props is there week? anyone who you think who's deserves... the bitch of the week no I know this is some people say too much Taylor Swift but one person or many people really like the Taylor Swift so whatever one the person Swift. named her name I'm not, I'm not going to read her name because it really might be her name she says, my favorite thing. This podcast slash friend trio is basically my favorite thing. We magically have all the same interests and love sharing the 1989 birth year with you. I love how genuine your friendship comes through. It's something that can't be faked. If you read my review on the pod, please send me to wherever Taylor is that week. Oh, big right. Taylor fan. So, so why don't we wasn't send... Wasn't she at the VMAs? <laughs> well, not this anymore. Why don't we send her to live in Electric Lady Studios, which is where everyone camps out and like waits for taylor to walk to her car that sounds like awful. literally the worst thing i could possibly no, 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 imagine no, no, no. she's thing. a fan holly yeah, would a fan you're sending her to wait in outside for taylor <laughs> swift no not wait. outside inside 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 she's well, getting she's a secret session taylor is in new york right now. yeah taylor's in new york this this listener would get a secret session because they would be oh. inside Oh, she's not Lady outside. Studios. Yeah, she's not outside. I'm. So I'm just explaining that what it is is where everyone oh, waits oh, outside. Sorry, sorry. But we she's in the vestibule. No, what no, happens no, when you're inside? In, she gets to be in there while Taylor's doing her music. I feel like Taylor is like a little is 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 maybe like portrayed as a little too goddess like. Like she gets to be inside the room that Taylor is also no, in. No, she no, <laughs> not she just in the room while in. she's making the making while she's making the music while she's working. Like you get to hear her make the music. Is the reward. I think that's a pretty special thing. Wouldn't you want a really that? big fan? I guess. I would want Aileen, would you not want to go listen yeah. to Mumford record? I I would die, yeah. Right, you would <laughs> die. So this is like the best thing ever. All right. I yeah, okay. I Are there I, snacks? I you. Uh, yes. <laughs> there's, I think there's there are snacks. Good snacks. There's probably even bottled water too. Oh, At nice. the very least, there's pizza, you know? You could ask for a pizza. Okay. I imagine they get really whatever good. they want. Well, then. our listener can get all of the snacks and pizza while she's inside watching Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And she gets the selfie with Taylor. Oh, oh, this is all hypothetical. And she could also stay wherever she wants because we're flying her in unless she lives here, in which case, sorry, we're not paying for Hypothetically. Your Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Enjoy even. your time with Tay. The hypothetical in, budget um, is, is tight. The so hypothetical high. allowance that Taylor will let you into her recording session. But I can't believe you thought I was going to send her to wait outside. I really thought you were doing that. No, I that was just is explaining it. 
<laughs> for this week's At Batches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. Follow me at Sammy. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you want me to say it? This time? <laughs> I figured you were me, you know? Yeah. And we'll see you next week uh, on the At Batches podcast. At Batches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.